Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning through mythology, synchronicity, and the cosmos, understanding the world and what it means to be human through a wider lens. We're at a moment in human history when Christian nationalists, religious leaders, and churches are being exposed as hypocrites, misogynists, and violently anti-democratic forces. The synchronicity of the cosmic structure at this point in time includes the mythology of Saturn and the watery spiritual sign of Pisces come to deconstruct the nonsense of Christian nationalists who are not Christian, but instead hijack a religion to exalt their extremist views and vision for a theocratic America. Let's start in Texas from USA Today. Quote, the same day that a judge in Texas issued a temporary restraining order on the state's abortion ban and authorized a woman with a fatal fetal diagnosis, Dallas mom of two, Kate Cox, to terminate her pregnancy, Texas Attorney General Kate Paxton late Thursday filed a petition asking the Texas Supreme Court to block the ruling, end quote. Attorney General of Texas Ken Paxton's statement, quote, The temporary restraining order granted by the Travis County District Judge purporting to allow an abortion to proceed will not insulate hospitals, doctors, or anyone else from civil and criminal liability for violating Texas abortion laws. This includes first-degree felony prosecutions, end quote. That is from uh, TexasAttorneyGeneral.gov. I'll have uh, links in the transcript. MAGA Republicans are running a pilot program in Texas to force pregnant women to petition the state for permission to save their own life, which they intend to take national if they win in 2024. Barbarism is not Christian. Yet, in New Hampshire... MAGA Republicans introduced a 15-day abortion ban this week. You heard me, 15 days. They did this in a state where 70% of the voters support abortion rights. That is from NBC News. You know, Bill Maher and his HBO Max show is fond of saying or implying our founders left England to establish religious freedom. This is a misunderstanding of the Puritans. As their name suggests, they dreamed of religious purity in the New World, and out of this religious belief came the scourge of the New England witch hunters. This religious purity is deeply rooted in American history, which advocates the foundational power of white men given to them by God over all other races and over women. The rise of Christian nationalists came through the collapse of the Catholic Church, evangelicals, and Southern religious institutions, as well as the Mormon Church, all of whom have been exposed as misogynistic institutions that have put church leaders above parishioners of all ages, as sexual abuse, harassment, and pedophilia have been exposed over the last 40 years. 
Christian nationalists are militant groups of Americans who have forsaken Jesus Christ as quote-unquote weak and quote-unquote woke while embracing violence in the quest of what's being called the New Apostolic Reformation that emerged in the 1990s but has been reborn in the Trump MAGA era. The teachings of Jesus are out. What's being put in place is something antithetical to Christianity and American democracy. The New Apostolic Reformation, NAR for short, believes, and this is a quote, the NAR places a strong emphasis on the kingdom of God and believes that Christians should seek to transform society and culture in every sphere of life, such as government, education, and the arts, through supernatural means. The NAR believes in spiritual warfare, which involves engaging in prayer or other practices to defeat demonic forces that are believed to be active in the world. Now, um, let me break in here to specify that spiritual warfare in 21st century Trump era terms means what the Proud Boys and other militia groups did on January 6th coming to the Capitol armed and ready for real combat. Continuing, quote, The New Apostolic Reformation adherents believe in a dominion theology, which asserts that Christians should take dominion over the earth and its institutions in preparation for the return of Christ. The NAR is rooted in the charismatic movement of the mid 20th century, which emphasized the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, such as prophecy, healing, and speaking in tongues, and challenged traditional expressions of Christianity. That is from thewitness.org. The theory of religion, this theory of religion, was behind the January 6th insurrection. Quote, Alex Bradley Newhouse, deputy director of Middlebury College's Center on Terrorism, Extremism, and Counterterrorism, said three Christian nationalist movements have grown or enhanced their visibility in 2019. Quote, the Deseret Nationalists, a primarily Mormon group based in Utah, the inherently racist Christian identity movement, and Dominionists, a term used to describe Christians with theocratic political goals that now overlaps heavily with Christian nationalism. After the Capitol attack, the latter two have become markedly more popular, Newhouse said. Post-insurrection, we have 100% tracked the emergence of this Christian, revolutionary Christian, framework imposed or adopted by communities that have lost faith in government. This is from religionnews.com. Enter Speaker Mike Johnson. Liz Cheney, in an interview with John Carl, said this about Johnson, whom Cheney knew before January 6th and long before he became Speaker of the House. Quote, The story of Mike Johnson is the story of a collaborator and someone who knew then and knows now that what he's doing and saying is wrong, but he's willing to do it in an effort to please Donald Trump from Politico. Uh, John Carl went on to ask, the Speaker of the House is a collaborator to overthrow the last election? Absolutely, replied Cheney. 
To understand Christian nationalists is to understand MAGA and why Trump is the candidate of Republicans today, a political party that's lost faith with government over the rise in numbers of people of color and the equality of women. From right-wing religious factions to the new apostolic reformation, religious conservatism has gone from believing men are the conduit for women to reach God to the militarization of religion to impose radical beliefs on the American populace by any means necessary. The new apostolic reformation believes in connecting religion with the U.S. government through fundraising and the exaltation of white Christians. The white American minority-majority status has given rise to Christian nationalism and political violence as expedient to cement a government that no longer represents majority rule. Trump's violent rhetoric is the wind beneath the beliefs of Christian nationalists to take control from President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris and a democratic America. The foundational tenet of right-wing religion is the control of women. As I've been saying since the beginning of this podcast, we are at an inflection point in American history. Carl Jung talked and wrote a lot about synchronicity, which helps me weave a story of our present and future offering warnings to us all. Jung balked at the idea of astrology being predictive. Jung was right. The universe above has no control over how humans choose to act. But synchronicity plays simultaneously with the choices humans make. The universe doesn't make humanity act a certain way, but the synchronicity playing out in the universe above does offer a backdrop to consider, a wider lens through which to view human life. Call it a coincidence if you want, but the mythological importance of the Saturn-Pisces transit for two and a half years comes as Christian nationalist Mike Johnson rises to the most important man in the House, third in line to the presidency. Johnson will have the power to count electoral votes and certify the 24 election or dismiss them. Reporting shows he was deeply involved in the plot to overturn the 2020 election and a major player in the insurrection, starting with legal maneuvers to institute fake electors. (laughs) To put a finer point on the religious militancy of Speaker Mike Johnson, let me quote what he says is his role going forward. Quote, look, I'm a Southern Baptist. I I don't want to get too spooky on you, okay? But the Lord speaks to your heart, and he had been speaking to me about this. And the Lord told me very clearly to prepare. Okay, prepare for what? I don't know. We're coming to a Red Sea moment. What does that mean, Lord? I started praying more and more about that, and the Lord began to wake me up through this three-week process we were in, in the middle of the night, and to speak to me, and I began to write things down, plans and procedures and ideas on how we could pull the conference together. I assumed the Lord was going to choose a new Moses, and, oh, thank you, Lord, you're going to allow me to be Aaron to Moses. In the Hebrew Bible, Aaron is Moses' brother and a priest who aids him, end quote. That is from Yahoo.com. Arrogance 
and ego dominate Speaker Mike Johnson's words and goals. God has nothing to do with it except in his mind. The demonization of independent women, regardless of political party, begins with our insistence that we are equal to men in all regards, whether it's political, religious, or familial. The template for dehumanizing independent women began with Hillary Clinton through the tirades of Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and his mini-me, Mark Levin, which were replicated by Fox News Channel in attacks against any independent woman who demands equality and autonomy over home body and her life. The escalation of attacks against President Joe Biden, which start with his age, have escalated to include Vice President Kamala Harris as a threat if she would succeed Biden. From Religious News back in 2021, quote, excuse me, It didn't take long after the inauguration of the nation's first woman vice president for some pastors in the Southern Baptist Convention to start comparing her to the Bible's most nefarious woman. As an aside, I'm not talking about Lilith. (laughs) To continue, Tom Buck, pastor of First Baptist Church of Lindale, Texas, equated Kamala Harris with the biblical Jezebel. Should Jezebel, who governed in godless ways, have been a role model simply because she was a woman in power? If not, why should Kamala, who's governed in godless ways, be a role model just because she's a woman in power? What if something happens to him? Jezebel has to take over. Jezebel Harris, isn't that her name? End quote. Religionnews.com. In Harris... MAGA Trumpers and Christian nationalists see a new chance to invigorate the white supremacist campaign that was defeated by desegregation. A black woman in the Oval Office is incitement to Christian nationalists. The new apostolic reformation sees an enemy of America in Vice President Kamala Harris, not only because she's a woman of color, but because she's a powerful symbol. Christian nationalists see Vice President Harris not only as the wrong color, but she's also an independent woman like the Bible's Jezebel. See Book of Kings, but also Revelations in the New Testament. In January 2023, commemorating the moment when Roe v. Wade became law, Vice President Kamala Harris responded to the first anniversary after Roe was overturned in June 2022. Quote, America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. But let us ask, can we truly be free if a woman cannot make decisions about her own body? Can we truly be free if the doctor cannot care for her, her patients? Can we truly be free if families cannot make intimate decisions about the course of their own line? And can we truly be free if so-called leaders claim to be, quote, I quote, on the vanguard of freedom, end quote, while they dare to restrict the rights of the the American people and attack the very foundations of freedom, end quote. That's from foxnews.com. The reason Trump's autocratic rhetoric and violent speech doesn't bother MAGA, 
Republicans and Christian nationalists is because these militant religious communities want power by any means necessary. Trump is an autocrat, but he's their strongman. Autocracy will bring them to power through violence if necessary. 2024 isn't a referendum on Democrats or Joe Biden or his age. It's a choice between democracy or the overthrow of our fundamental freedoms, which would be replaced by a Christian nationalist theocracy. The Aquarian Age begins to dawn on January 20th, 2024. Pluto's Pluto's arrival in Aquarius, a 20-year transit, signals a chance for freedom-loving people to rise up across the globe and claim a new humanitarian push to support equality and justice for all. As I've said since the start of this podcast, the law of attraction is triggered through deep emotional purpose. Evil is a magnet for the law of attraction, as we saw on January 6th. Passion for destruction, when attached to action, can manifest horrific events. We must each understand the role we'll play in 24. The collective American electorate must stand up for freedom, equality, and progress to stop Christian nationalism from sweeping our nation through violence or whatever means serves their theocratic aims. Our passion for progress and American democracy must match the passion of Christian nationalists to destroy our country and impose theocratic theocratic governance. Otherwise, women across this country will be forced to petition their state government for health care and abortion services when a pregnancy turns into a life-and-death situation. I'm Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astral Soul Lightning. You can find out more about me at www.taylormarsh.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time.